okay if i've dated you then you're most likely a psychopath because i clearly only pick out men with psychopathic tendencies that is my toxic trait <laughs> my toxic trait is picking is dating psychopaths and letting them destroy me <laughs> Hey loves, welcome to an episode of Sit Like a Lady podcast with me, your host, Camilla. One, two, three. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Sit Like a Lady with me, your host, Camilla, as you heard in the intro. This is like my 10th time doing this intro. I don't know why I'm weirdly nervous today, but hopefully this is the last. Um, Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. This is episode 12. I'm very excited. Hopefully this is a good one. I mean, it's me. Come on. Obviously, it's going to be a good one. (laughs) Oh, my God. Literally, the other day, I have like this thing where I'm like fake confidence so like i'll always be like yeah i'm the best in the world and then the other day someone's like wow you're really humble and i'm like what and then like they thought that i was being for real that i'm like actually this confident no sweetie this is a whole i am a pool of insecurities so i had you fooled but yeah someone's like wow you're really humble and i'm like um okay what the fuck (laughs) i just that threw me so off guard so whenever i say shit like i'm flawless i'm perfect i'm amazing that's 100 sarcasm i do not think those things about me but yeah moving forward let's just jump right into today's episode so let's start with an autocorrect from the last one and I was flawless the last episode, so there are no autocorrects this week. Thank you very much. Um, If there was, let me know, but I listened to it back and I read a few comments and nope, no autocorrects. So, Um, all right, catch up. Let's see, catch up. I keep saying ketchup, like ketchup and mustard, because I started saying ketchup and mustard as a joke and now I can't stop, but it's like a catch up, like we're catching up on my life. So this week, in case that was um, misunderstood, I'm not speaking of ketchup and mustard. We're catching up. Let's see. Um, so I said last week that The Bachelor started. Um, you know, yeah, The Bachelor, Matt James is pretty sexy. He's pretty hot. I won't lie. However, I have um, discovered some flaws. First, I didn't know who this Bachelor was because I literally have never seen him before. Um, and I've seen almost every season of The Bachelor. So I'm like, who the fuck? And then I found out that he is, he was like going to be a contestant in The Bachelorette. And then, of course, when people were attacking The Bachelor and saying, like, how could you have this show going on for 20 plus years? And there has never been a black lead. And there has only been, well, now two, but in the time, only one female black lead. So I think they took a step back and... Instead of him being a contestant, they just really liked him. I guess they had a bunch of meetings with him and they thought he would be a perfect bachelor. And now that's why he's a bachelor. But yeah, he's pretty cute. I I like it so far. It's only episode one. So we'll see how it goes. But I have discovered a flaw and it's so, uh, it's so gross. Uh, He kisses with his eyes open. I cannot, you guys. I will post this on my Instagram at sit like a lady podcast he kissed all these people with his eyes wide open just staring at them and i'm like oh my god first thing that popped into my mind was that bruno mars song uh what how does it go how does it go it's like uh, it's grenade it's like you had your eyes wide open why were they open Ooh, gave you all i had and you tossed it in the trash you t- <coughs> i'm sorry next week's autocorrect will be an apology for that little that little song break but no regrets but yeah he has his eyes wide open i will post that at sit like lady podcast on instagram go check it out and he also makes out with his mouth wide open like very much very wide 
And I'm just like, ooh, let's reel it back. I don't think she needs to like lick every single tooth in your mouth. And um, yeah, so every time he's making out with someone, I'm just scared that he's going to accidentally swallow the person he is kissing. So I choose to look away. Okay. Um, But yeah, so far it's not too bad. We'll see how it goes. Hopefully this season isn't as overly produced as the previous Bachelor season. That one was extremely overproduced. It was just so exhausting. I honestly didn't even want to watch the episodes because it was getting to the point where I did not enjoy it. Like I knew there was going to like, it was just not fun to watch. So we'll see how this one goes. I will keep you guys updated. And if you don't care about The Bachelor, then I'm sorry. Okay. Just skip the two minutes that I talk about it. (laughs) Um, So even though I am watching that show, um, once a week, a once a week love competition isn't enough for me. Okay. I can't just, you know, sit around and wait for Monday every day, every week. So I have made the executive decision to go ahead and (laughs) go onto Netflix and rewatch love is blind. Who remembers that show? Of course we do. Like it was at the beginning of the pandemic last year. I think, um, when did we all become obsessed? Like March or something? Um, it premiered on Netflix. It was like this new reality show. Nothing else was happening in the world. Everyone, I still one year later and we're still in the same spot, but everyone was literally at home with nothing to do. So Netflix is like, here you go. And it was completely devoured by the world. It was like the number one show on Netflix for the longest time. And I remember watching it and I just remember being obsessed over how messy it was like that. My girl, Jessica, she was a mess, a mess, a mess, a mess. And I just enjoyed watching it a lot. So I thought, you know what? Fuck it. Like, there's nothing else to do. I might as well rewatch this. So I'm only um, halfway through episode one and watching it and then realizing what's going to happen. There's a bunch of like couples that they show in the first few minutes and then never shown again. So I thought that was really strange. I read into it and then I think it's because um, Netflix or the producers were scared that the show wasn't going to succeed as much as it did. Like they thought they were only going to get like one or two engagements maybe. And then I think it was a total of eight or nine couples came out engaged. So then they're like, okay, well this is too many storylines. Like I don't think we'll have enough room. Like if the show's not successful, blah, blah, blah. So they just pick the most interesting, the ones who were going to to be the most interesting ones who they thought were and who would generate more views um because they wanted the first season to be very successful and i guess thanks to the pandemic it was very much so i wonder if they regret not showing the other couples or i wonder if they have that footage they could release that and be like love is blind bonus couples and then show their storylines i we're all so bored that everyone would watch that even though we don't get to see them like at the resort or at their house and stuff and seeing if they actually get married but i would watch that some like they could do it could be like netflix and it could be like bonus pods scenes like behind the scenes of the pods and then show all these other couples and then show all the couples dating each other like of course we saw jessica with barnett and mark but i kind of want to see everybody else who talked to you know, to each other, because I think Kenny said, he's like, yeah, Amber's exactly how I pictured her after speaking to her in the pods. And I was just like, huh? Like, how do you, like, I didn't even see you guys like conversing. So I think it'd be cool if they released that footage. Netflix hit me up. Okay. Hit me up. I can definitely help you guys out because I have tons of ideas. So yeah, I'm going to be watching love is blind. I'm probably going to talk about it on this show, even though it's so old now, it's like a year old, but I'm rewatching it. So fuck it because there's nothing better to do and you're listening to me. So there's nothing better for you to do either. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, okay. So what else have I done this week? Um, Oh, okay. So yesterday I 
decided, and I regret it very much so, I decided to clear out my entire closet. So completely take everything out and reorganize the whole thing because my closet's a very, very tiny closet. It has a sliding door. It's so small and I honestly cannot grab anything from it. So I keep my closet closed and I just recycle the same clothes I wear throughout the week because at the end of the week when laundry's done, then I just, you know, I start again. So <laughs> that's what I do. And I just keep that clothes out of my closet. And that's just what I've been wearing. And I have so much clothes. I have so, so much. I can probably open up my own Valley Village. That's how much I have. I have a ridiculous amount. And it was to the point where I couldn't even open the closet door because it was all going to fall on top of me. So if I needed something desperately, like I would have to prepare myself for everything to fall. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not doing anything this weekend. I want to like wear something else other than the same three sweatpants. So let's see what I got. So I decided to clear it out and holy shit, there was so much in there. And now that it's all out, I can't fit it back in. There was so much that I'm almost like, it's almost at capacity and there's two huge piles of clothing left. So we have no idea what we're going to do. I might have to take over half of my brother's closet to put some jackets in there. And I know that like he would not be happy about that at all. Um, or my dad was saying like I could talk to a contractor and see if we could extend it because I genuinely have way too much clothes for my well liking. But I threw out like not threw out. Sorry, I'm donating, I think, two big garbage bags because as I was looking, I'm like, OK, I wore this this embroidered rose T-shirt in 2016. I'm not going to wear it again. Why was embroidery embroidery embroidery? I don't know how to say it. How, why was that so popular in like 2016? It was huge. Like a lot of shirts had like, you know, the rose on the pocket of the shirt or like a rose on the pants of the shirt. I'm going to post it on my Instagram so you guys know what I'm talking about. But that was very, very popular. So I'm going to donate a bunch of that stuff, of course. Like what would a closet clean out be without a bunch of donations? So I'm excited about that. But I'll keep you guys updated. And it was so cute. My little brother was like deciding to help me out at the beginning and he was helping me like take clothes out of the closet and he was trying to grab some jeans because I keep my jeans on the top shelf but I think he underestimated how many jeans were in that pile that he pulled one out and the whole pile fell on top of him and he fell backwards <laughs> it was the funniest thing and thank goodness I was recording him I knew something like that was gonna happen so I was recording him because I thought it was so funny because he's so little and he like tried to reach for it and oh my god I recorded it I'm gonna post it on Instagram as well and it's so funny you guys are gonna have such a laugh because I found it extremely hilarious and yeah I'm not done so we'll see how it goes even right now like there's my laptop there's piles of clothing in my room that are too like it's too much to fit in my closet and right now in my podcast space my laptop is sitting on a pile of clothing because there's not enough space to put my little table my little podcasting table up so my laptop is literally on a pile of clothing and my dog is loving it he thinks it's an obstacle course he's like jumping through the piles jumping over them seeing how high he can jump he took a nap yesterday on all my coats so that's funny but hopefully i get this figured out soon because i cannot live like this bitch damn bitch you live like this no i don't want to okay help me save me um what else has happened i think that's it nothing much has happened um this time around lockdown is hitting me a lot harder than the last and i was talking to a few of my friends and i think they are in agreement with that like it's just a lot harder this time because we've been through this already um, we experienced a lot of things being open in the summer and then just to close those back up again, it's really hard to kind of go like 
go backwards. We're literally taking steps backwards. And it's so upsetting. The numbers keep rising and rising and rising because people are not staying the fuck home. Like it's not that hard. And I think the lockdown is supposed to end on the 25th, 28th. I don't know when, but I'm a hundred thousand percent sure it's going to be extended because y'all don't know how to fucking act. I promise you, I promise you hanging out with your friends is not that serious. Like you're really putting your health and the health of others at risk just to what? Like sit around a couch and talk like I don't it's not that serious you guys just stay home just stay home for like a month and then things will go down like oh it's so hard it's so frustrating that you have to tell these things to people and you know what's funny it's like the grown-ass people that you have to tell like literal adults and like people my age will post on Instagram with no shame and I said this up last episode, like, have you no shame? Why is this being posted and broadcasted for the world to see? Like, stay the fuck home. It's embarrassing. Um, so we'll see what happens. But yeah, this time around, it's definitely a lot harder than the last time. I think the last time was really fun because, you know, we were all in this together. We didn't know how long it was going to last. People were saying we were going to go back to normal in August. So everyone's like, OK, a few few months to stay home. Fun, fun. Baking, you know, painting, podcasting and some other occasions. Um, so it was fun. And now this time around, it's like, holy fuck, like we're really back where we were a year ago. Like we're back where we were. March is in two months and I'm still processing the processing the last March. So it's hitting me really hard. And when I'm, you know, at home too much, surrounded by like all my the same walls and not talking to other people in person, I start to overthink every single decision in my life. Um, it's been very isolated, isolating and being single during a pandemic definitely does not help. So that kind of segues into today's episode. So today's episode, episode 12, is about um, how it's okay to be single in your 20s, most specifically. Um, so I'm really excited. This is something that I actually really, really relate to. It's very real for me. So I'm excited to talk about it. Before we jump into today's episode, I would love to hit you with a really, 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 really quick disclaimer. Um, oh, I saw something on Twitter and British people were like, oh, do like Americans... Um, also randomly burst out into British accents because we do that too. And I'm not American, I'm Canadian, but whatever, same thing. Um, ew, no, not the same thing. But I mean like same accent, like Canadians have a very similar accent to Americans, but no, not the same thing. Uh, 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 not by any way, shape or form. Canada is not the same thing as America. Mm, mm, mm. But yeah, and I thought that was so funny. Like I can't imagine a British person just like going about their life and then being like, anyway, babe, like just switching into an American accent. I can't. It sounds so funny. So and I do that all the time. As people who listen to this podcast know that I'll randomly burst into like a British accent or a Southern accent out of nowhere. I think I even did it at the beginning of this video. I don't know. So anyways, let me hit you guys with a quick disclaimer. Really, really, really quickly. Um, I'm not a professional in any way, shape, or form. Everything I say is just my personal opinion, as always. Um, always take my advice with a grain of salt. Is if this applies to your life, then definitely shred with caution and make your own decisions. Do not blame me for ruining your life. Okay, okay, okay. And anything I say, like I know I mentioned the economy later on. Anything I say that's not really accurate. Like I said, I'm not a fucking professional. If it's not a 100,000% accuracy, then I do apologize for that. But I try to do research before jumping into an episode. However, just be warned that I'm not a pro at anything. Okay? Nothing. Nothing in life. I am not a professional in anything in life. I'm a professional complainer. 
that's what I am. <laughs> okay, so let's jump right in. Let's get right into it. I'm excited. I'm in a talkative mood today. I was going to record this episode last night, but then I got, ext- like, not extremely, but I got pretty tipsy. Like, I wasn't drunk, but I was really tipsy. And then I was like, no, this is not a good idea. So I, I wasn't going to record when I was tipsy because I feel like it just, I start slurring and it sounds, and then my my sentences do not make sense. So I am stone cold sober. It is Sunday I'm excited. Let's jump right into this. So this episode is going to be a little bit more, like I said, it's going to be a little bit more real than my past fews. Um, the past few have been mostly lighthearted, but I like wanted to talk about something that is like, you know, very relatable to me. I'm sure a lot of women out there in their 20s find themselves in the same boat as I am. I know a lot of my friends feel this way as well. We talk about it constantly all the time. So I thought it'd be a really good episode to to bring out because I think the more relatable the topic is, the more successful it's going to be. So I definitely want something that my like my listeners will understand. That's why I honestly stopped watching like a lot of YouTubers, because when they cross that line of no longer being relatable, like if their vlogs are like, oh, my God, you guys, we were going to go on a trip, but our private jet has no more gas. So now we have to fly commercial, but we emptied out the whole plane. So hopefully that's OK. Like. I'm not interested or like when the Ace family is like, guys, today our contractor was building our multi-million dollar mansion in Calabasas and (laughs) they put the kitchen where it wasn't supposed to be. It was supposed to be on the West Wing and they put it on the right, (laughs) the right, and they put it on the East Wing. I don't know, guys, comment down below what we should do. And then it's like a bunch of kids going like, it's okay. It's going to be okay. Like, don't worry about it. What the fuck? How do I relate to that in any way, shape, or form, bitch? What? I share a bathroom with my brothers. Like, I do not relate to your multi-million dollar mansion misplacing a kitchen. And this is real, by the way. Like, it is genuine. Like, I I don't watch the Ace Family, but I watch commentary videos. And I don't know if it was Danny Gonzalez or Curtis Connor or... I watch so many of them, but they're all fantastic. Uh, My Canadian boys represent... But... One of them was like doing a video uh, commentary on the Ace family. And that was a real thing that happened. Like they were genuinely complaining that the one of the kitchens, one of the kitchens in their multi-million dollar mansion was either done incorrectly or it was like not as they expected. And it's like, sweetie, I can't relate to that at all. I have no relation to that at all. So that's why I want to take out relatable content that people actually want to listen to. Because I feel like right now, the world of podcasting and the world of YouTubers and the world of all of that, like any content creators, it's just so far-fetched that a majority of the population does not relate to what they are releasing. Like I don't relate to the content they're releasing. So since I'm just a regular girl, I'm just an ordinary girl. Sometimes I'm lazy. I get bored. I get scared. I feel ignored. I feel happy. I feel silly. I choke on my own words. Hannah Montana. Thank you. But yeah, I'm just an ordinary girl just releasing a podcast weekly. So let's get into it. Okay. So the fact is this, I'm 23 years old and I'm single. I have had a few relationships in the past, but you know, they've all blown up into extreme flames. I'm talking the flames of hell. Um, because I like, I absolutely have the worst taste in men. Okay. If I've dated you, then you're most likely a psychopath because I clearly only pick out men with psychopathic tendencies. That is my toxic trait. <laughs> my toxic trait is picking, is dating psychopaths and letting them destroy me. 
um well yeah i feel like that's kind of what it is like i tend to pick people that need some quote-unquote fixing and i feel like i could fix him and then i end up you know it ends up crashing into flames but at least i'm self-aware this year you know i think i like discovered that and i'm like why do i like i have enough projects why do i need a relationship as a project i don't the answer is i don't Okay, so I tend to have like a very um, questionable taste in men. And that is why I'm 23 and single. There are so many other factors that apply to that. But I think that is one of the, you know, the main ones. And because of this lockdown and this like I live with my family, but like I tend to spend most of my time in my room alone. Um, it's very, you know, it's very isolating. And I go into many like not panic attacks, like many like just worry sessions. Like I'll sit there and I just get worried for like half an hour and I fear that I'm failing at dating. Um, and it's, it's silly to say out loud, um, because like, I know that I alone, I am enough because like I said, I'm the type of person that doesn't mind being alone. I love being by myself. I really enjoy my own company. I'm comfortable spending the whole weekend with zero plans by myself, which has been obviously easy to do during the pandemic lockdown. But I'm saying like, even before that, I would be completely fine with not going out on a Saturday night and just being by myself. So I know that I am enough alone. I can live a very fulfilling life by myself however I do get that little you know that little fear that little fear that comes up in the back of my mind that goes like oh you are great by yourself but what if you're going to be like this forever and that's kind of haunting sometimes because I would definitely love to spend my life with somebody by my side and you know have children and just kind of like create a life that for me would be what I want to do I know a lot of people don't want to do that like people spend incredible fulfilling lives by themselves or just with a partner or having kids without a partner or you know just raising animals it's just you can't really define what a fulfilling life would be until you start living it because obviously you don't know like these people didn't know they were going to end up that way and they're perfectly happy so I don't know what's going to be fulfilling for me but that is what I want so sometimes I get a little scared and I'm like oh my god like I want to you know get started with somebody I want to start like I'm going through such big milestones in my life I think that's a big thing too it's like when you're in your early 20s you're going through all these milestones and it's like you're graduating from college you're getting your first full-time job you're getting your first car by yourself you're paying off your debt you're starting to invest in properties like all these things and then you look around and then you're like if you're single you're like oh shit like I'm going through all these huge milestones and I'm doing them by myself I would definitely want somebody to be next to me in my next one and that's where I think the crippling fear comes from not just like for me for a lot of people it's like you want to go through these milestones with somebody so now that you're starting to you know event essentially grow up and you're single you're like am I doing something wrong am I doing something wrong and like is there something wrong with me like what is going on why am I single and Like, I don't want to be single during like during these milestones. Like, I want to be with someone when I buy a house. So it's very intense. Like, I also think that a big part of that, um, I think culture plays a big part of that, especially with me. I'm Hispanic. So like Latin American culture has a huge effect on that because like, you know, they want you to like, I feel like Latin American culture definitely pushes you to have kids and get married and do all that by the age of 23. Cause it's like, once you're at home, your parents are just like, Oh, this one's going to be single forever. And like, my parents have mentioned that a few times and I'm just like, 
can y'all relax? Like, I'm literally a child. Like, why do you want me to get married so bad? What's in it for you? Hmm? Hmm? And there's that one meme that my cousin sent me this week and it made me burst out laughing. And it's like, and it's like, uh, when you are, what is it? Hold on. I remember it. I had to find it, but it was like when you're 22 years old and you still don't have three kids. And then it's a picture of somebody crying at Latin America. And it's like, I have failed you Latin America. I will post it on my Instagram because I thought it was so funny because it's so true like you just constantly feel this pressure to fulfill society's needs for you like why does society have needs for me like worry about yourself baby y'all are a mess so worry about yourself I'll worry about myself thank you very much and I feel like there's just always a bunch of pressure like not just from society but also from like friends and family like it's just an overwhelming amount of pressure to be in a relationship when you are in your early 20s and why like why is there so much pressure like I'm over here succeeding in every other aspect in my life like my education successful like I have the degree my work life like it's very successful like you know what I mean like I'm over here succeeding in almost every other aspect but just because I don't have somebody by myself by my side all those other things like go unnoticed because of this one thing if I had a boyfriend like I feel like even then people wouldn't really care about all the other aspects in your life and it's like oh okay great but like are do you have a boyfriend like are you married like all this it's like why when i go to a family reunion the first question asked to me is if i'm dating someone um why don't you ask me how my job is going why don't you ask me how like how school was going before i graduated like why don't you ask me these things instead of asking about the status of my relationship like what are you facebook no so why don't we keep those questions to ourselves aunt elizabeth why don't we do that okay worry about you and your messy divorce thank you Mwah. i'm just kidding i don't have an aunt elizabeth <laughs> but that's just the first thing that popped into my mind but that kind of proves my point that i feel like the status of your relationship is kind of the first thing that people care and or ask about so there's just an overwhelming amount of pressure and you know it's it's upsetting and like you know, it's all fun and games when you're at the family reunion and you just laugh and you go like, ha ha ha, yeah, no boyfriend yet. And then you go home and you're like, okay, why? Like, why no boyfriend yet? So I feel like that is what makes people stress out. It's just like the environment that they're around. If you're constantly being pushed and asked about a partner that you do not have, um, it's, it's too much. It gets too much sometimes. And also with like social media, um, there's a lot of relationships, like social media relationships, people just shove their relationship down your throat. And to me, I feel like that's compensating for something. <laughs> like if you're constantly posting about how much you just love, I just love, I just love my boyfriend. There's no one in the world like you, baby. And it's like, okay like tell him that why are you telling us like i don't understand like are you trying to convince us it's like jessica from love is blind oh there go my love is blind references you're gonna hear these until i'm done the show but it's like once she got with mark like she was just trying to convince us like she was trying to convince us and herself like she right after barnett dumped her and she you know went with her second option like it was just call over calling mark baby like oh loves ya loves you baby and it's like just saying to the camera like i cannot live without this person he is my other half and it's like it's to the point where it's an over exaggeration of her actual feelings and i think she's trying to convince us but most importantly convince herself so i feel like that happens a lot as well in social media like it's just like are you trying to convince us that you're in a happy relationship or are you trying to convince yourself that you're in a happy relationship because then after two months later they 
archived all the pictures and it's like, okay. So I feel like relationships are constantly being shoved down your throat through social media and people just showing how happy it's like, I'm happier than you. My relationship is more successful than yours. Like my boyfriend looks like, looks like this, like it's all this stuff. And when you're single and you're looking at all this, it's like, okay, like that's, that's great. But like, can you post a picture of your dog? (laughs) But I'm also at that age where people are like, in serious relationships or people are getting engaged and people are getting pregnant on purpose. They're getting pregnant on purpose. Okay. Like, Oh, I'll be scrolling through Facebook or Instagram and I'll see somebody's pregnancy announcement. And then I'll like screenshot it and send it to my friends as if it's gossip. And I'm like, Oh my God, guess who's pregnant? Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. And then they go like, yeah, they're engaged to be married. Like they've been together for six years and trying to have a baby. And I'm like, Oh, okay. (laughs) what the fuck? Like, I still feel like I'm 16. So I'll see the gossip and I'll just be like, oh my God, she got pregnant. And then my friend's like, yeah, on purpose. And I'm like, oh, well, congratulations. (laughs) Because what the fuck? Why, when did I become old that people are getting married and pregnant on purpose? What is the fun in that? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. (laughs) But Anyways, with all this being said, it is okay. It is completely and most definitely okay to be single in your 20s. Like this is a new generation of such strong and independent people. Like women, 100,000%, but men too. Like they are just very, and anybody in between, of course, like don't get me wrong. Absolutely anyone is just like in this generation everyone's just so strong and independent. Like people want to build their own foundations first be their own person, develop their own personality, their own strengths, like do their own thing before getting somebody else involved as a partner. And then before getting other tiny humans involved as like, you know, people that you need to support. So it's just a whole new, like people want to get their shit together before starting to pop out babies. This isn't the same as it was before. Like before you get married and you have kids and then you think later. No, right now it's think first, prepare, experience, be ready, and then babies. So I feel like it's just a completely different generation and people are more like, it's a little more selfish too, which I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think our generation is um, Gen Z and then also, you know, millennials. I feel like we're very, very independent, but also selfish. Like we put ourselves first and I feel like older generations just kind of, you know, they just wanted to do what everybody else was doing. And it's like, and I remember reading, I'm pretty sure there was a record of number of Americans not getting married. Uh, what was it? It was a record number of Americans having never been married. So it just kind of shows that that old like society culture, like demand of having kids and being married and having a house before the age of 25 is slowly diminishing because, you know, there's record breaking numbers of people not getting married. There's record breaking numbers of people not having kids. Like, you know, it's not like the baby boomers, like people are actually making executive decisions and the way the economy, the economy is now, like most people can only afford one to two kids. So you want to like make sure your finances are in place before you start popping them things out. Those fucking greedy little fuckers. So like, I don't understand how the fuck our like our parents' generations and our grandparents' generation, like they just got married and like they started having babies with only $250 in their bank account. I mean, of course, like I said, like the economy was a different story back then. Do not, you know what? Don't even get me started on inflation because that's a whole different episode right, right there. Like, 
it's a whole different thing, but not just with the finances. Like they're having children with people they've only like known or dated after a year. Like what the fuck? I am not the same person I was a year ago. So how can you be married to someone or get engaged with someone that you've known for less than a year? Like people change all the time. I don't understand. Like, that's just not, I don't know. It just doesn't sound realistic to me. And this is also why, like, this is why the divorce rate is so high. These past generations rushed everything. They did not take their time. It was like, boy meets girl. You know, he, he, he was a punk. She did ballet. What more can I say? (laughs) I'm joking. But it was always like boy meets girl. Um, He and her, they date for a year, um, engagement and less than a year and then into marriage. And then, under like in the same year of their marriage they're already pregnant so it's honestly like looking at that i feel like it's very weird to me like why was the older generation in such a rush to start making children like they were so like they were in such a rush i have a theory that they were starting an army but i'm still developing that conspiracy theory and i will let you guys know once it's fully developed but I mean, I don't know. I don't know why they were in such a hurry. That's I think that's what the problem is. The older older generations were in such a hurry, which is why they are getting married at the age of 18 to 22. And now that, you know, we want to be more financially stable first before supporting tiny humans and then sharing a life with another human like that makes a lot more sense to me than rushing everything and then being in massive debt later and then like regretting your decisions and then getting divorced and then having to start your life over at the age of 48, which there's nothing wrong with that. Do not get me wrong at all. There's nothing wrong. It's never too late to start over. But I'm just saying that's why it happens very so often more so now, you know, because all these people 20 years ago when they got married it was like this big rush 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 and now that they're in their mid 40s having that midlife crisis they realize that it all happened too fast and i like i have had a few coworkers that are a little bit older than me in the past in my past jobs tell me like if i could give you advice like just go travel just go find yourself like don't get married or have kids young and they always tell me that and i'm like that is so harsh like why would you say that about your like husband and kids and then it turns out it's because it was too rushed like they were way too young and i think that um you know not to be like uh, society it's all because of society but i genuinely do think that like society genuinely shoves that down your throat that if you're not married and having kids before 25 then you're failing at it which is why i personally think that i'm a failure at dating but if you look at this in retrospect like we're so young like i'm 23 four years ago i was still a teenager so why am i expected to have my life together in the span of five years when you know, four years ago, I couldn't even be legally allowed to drink. I wasn't even a legal adult. So how does that make any sense to me? Like it does not add up, you know? I mean, we are like just so young. If you really think about it, like people think that having kids and getting married after 25 is so old. Like, no, we are still so young. I'm so tired of constantly feeling like a failure because I'm not in a committed relationship yet. It's exhausting. And I shouldn't feel this immense pressure from society and my family to be committed to a whole other person when I myself don't even know who I am yet. Of course, I definitely believe in growing together in a relationship, but I also believe in being grown before jumping into one. And I'm telling you right now, I don't fully know what kind of person I am so how would I know what kind of person is going to compliment me in a relationship like 
How are you going to find someone when you don't even know what you're looking for? So that's my main thing. It's like I just genuinely believe that this is a far too young age to be worried about being committed. I think developing yourself first and building that foundation of, you know, acceptance and self-love and figuring out what kind of person you are, you know, developing your developing your hobbies, developing your interests, developing your education, developing a job in your field and then and then you most likely will meet a partner because if you look at married couples, it's like, how did you meet? Oh, we met at school. We were both in the same program. Okay, there you go. That's an interest that they had in common. How did you meet? Oh, we worked together at this place. Okay, there you go. It's because, you know, they got a job in their field and they met a partner that does that same thing. It's like, oh, how'd you meet? Oh, we were in the same club. Oh, we met when I was biking and he loves biking too. And we crashed into, into each other. Like all these are meet cutes that happen over common interests so if you yourself haven't really developed all your interests yet haven't really developed your personality yet haven't developed things like within yourself then how are you gonna meet someone like that does not make sense to me so i myself i have developed a few hobbies i have you know grown out of a few hobbies i have developed some interests i've grown out of interest and i think that just keeps going and going so I, I know I will meet someone. I know I will meet someone that will have these things in common with me. And it's just finding that out. And that's okay. And there is no rush to figure that out. If I were over here doing the same things that I was doing when I was 15, what the fuck? <laughs> like When I was 15, I was reading One Direction fanfics. And like, that was my number one hobby. And posting on Twitter, like those were my number one thing. So what if I was like, you know, what if right now I was married to the person that I was crushing on at 16? What the fuck? We like you could just turn into two completely different persons. Like just because you had something in common years ago doesn't mean that it will be that same thing. And I'm not saying any like that's wrong because there are some couples that have stayed together for years and years and years and they just continue to grow together and they, you know, continue to develop as individuals and then come in together as a couple by the end of it and you know that's really beautiful i wish i could fucking do that can't relate to y'all okay i'm single okay but i definitely think that developing your interests and developing who you are as a person and you know just opening yourself up to understanding who you are will definitely open up way more doors to finding a potential partner and even like traveling, just getting to know places. It's like, there's so many other stories. It's like, how'd you meet? Oh, we were both traveling and we met in Brazil. And then we figured out that we were both from Toronto and we came back together. And it's like, wow, that's fucking amazing. Could you imagine? That's amazing. Like, I think that is why it's completely okay to be single. Like it's totally fine to be single in your early to late 20s. Like you're still figuring yourself out. And that takes a lot of time, takes a lot of effort, takes a lot of therapy. And there's no rush. There's absolutely no rush. And people go like, oh, I want to have kids because my eggs are going to dry out. And I want to have babies like as soon as I can. So I need to be, I need to get married in the next year. Huh? That's a myth, first of all. Okay. Like, as long as you're having kids before before menopause then like you're fine <laughs> like what the fuck like i don't understand what the rush is to have kids before the age of 30 like it's not at all that's like my eggs are not going to dry up of course your chances will decrease as being a woman your chances will decrease the older you get but that's when with anything like what the fuck like yeah i can chug a beer now but it, my chances will decrease as i get older okay i'm not going to be able to shotgun the same i was able to shotgun when i was 19 so things will change and that little reason of like wanting to have kids asap should not be something that is putting pressure on you to be in a relationship now because that's not really a valid reason 
so yeah that i feel like that definitely ends today's rant this one was more like usually in my past episodes i have like lists or i have like um i'm more structured in the advice i want to give this one was more talkative um i'm not really counting down anything i'm not really you know going into stuff like that um i didn't really even have a script for this episode i just put one point form and i said talk about being single like um this one was definitely more conversational than my past one so i would definitely love to hear what you guys have to like have to say about that do you prefer more conversational like episodes such as this one or do you prefer more like lists like top 10 reasons as to blah 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 so i definitely want to know what my listeners want to hear i like listening to podcasts when they're more conversational because i feel like i'm kind of in the room with them having that conversation and i also like hearing you know top 10 lists of course as well because i think they're very entertaining so i can do a mixture of both i just want to know if this style is appreciated by you guys and if you definitely want to listen so hit me up you know comment you know send me a tweet email whatever oops who is calling me that was um my little brother he wanted to go out to mcdonald's and i'm like are you dumb i'm recording right now i'm in the middle of a of a session but yeah okay i think that it will end today's rant because i want to go get mcdonald's um but you know let's jump into moral of the story or advice of the week so moral of the story it's pretty fucking clear that absolutely 100,000% yes it is absolutely okay to be single in your 20s even in your 30s it is perfectly perfectly fine and advice of the week is stop letting pressures from outside sources like outside people you know get to you stop letting these things get to you because None of that matters as long as you're happy. And if I'm happy here, you know, figuring my shit out, developing my interests and hobbies, figuring out who I am as a person, figuring out what I want, figuring out what kind of person is going to compliment me, then that's fine. As long as you're moving forward, even if it's slow little baby steps, perfectly fine. Advice of the week, stop letting outside pressures get to you because that doesn't matter as long as you're happy and as long as you're slowly moving forward, even if it's like the smallest steps that is a hundred thousand percent fine and also advice of the week stop stressing about it because whatever happens is gonna happen like i it's really really cheesy and one of these uh a day this week i was having a lot of trouble with this and i called my friend for some advice and and she said she's like i know it's so corny but like if you're looking for something too hard then you're never gonna find it and i'm like that is so true like you have to have a different perspective and i've heard that a million times but just hearing her say to me like was very it was very eye-opening because it's very true like i've been searching for that perfect relationship so hard ever since my like most recent one failed i've just been looking and i'm looking so hard and i feel like i'm looking too hard that i'm not finding it it's like i need to take a step back and find a different perspective like if you're looking for example if you're looking at something so close up extremely close up like with a magnifying glass you don't really know what you're looking at until you remove the magnifying glass and you take a step back and you're like oh what the fuck i was looking at a pineapple this whole time so i think that's so random but yeah i definitely think that i need to stop looking so hard like just take a step back and relax and this has been extremely eye-opening this week i've just had a lot of struggles with this i think because it's like you know the new the holiday ended it's kind of going back to routine like everything's back and then like i just realized i'm like oh my god i'm so lonely and i've been having little panic episodes about this and i'm like why am i such a failure at dating and then i've just been reading and i've been meditating and i've been you know calling my friends and i've been getting advice and you just realize that you know what like 
it's fine. It's so, everything is going to be fine. Everything's going to be okay. It's hard to, you know, remind yourself of these things, but I like, I feel it and I know that things are going to be fine, but I definitely know that anxiety and stress and pressure can get to you. Um, but just, you know, let it roll off your back and just go back to focusing on yourself because that is the most important thing that you can do, especially in these unprecedented times um, that we're in right now. It's 100,000% the best thing that you can do right now is just focus on yourself 100%. Like that's what you can do and definitely your friends and family, but focus on like developing who you are as a person and figuring yourself out. And this is this is the time where you can start discovering some hobbies, you know? I think that that's all very important. But anyways, enough ranting. Like, Camilla, shut the fuck up. Um, as always, if you have enjoyed today's episode or any episodes in the past, feel free to leave me a review on iTunes. That's on the Apple Podcast app. You just search up Sit Like Lady and leave me a five-star review. Thank you very much. Let me know how much you're enjoying the content. And you can also follow me on Twitter. The at is at sitlikelady underscore. And if you don't have Twitter, that is totally fine. You can follow me on Instagram at sitlikeladypodcast. And if you don't have Instagram, that is totally fine. Guess what? You can also send me an email, um, sitlikeladypodcast at gmail.com. If you have an experience you want to share with me or any questions, it could be totally anonymous. I can read it and answer it on the podcast or even answer it privately. That's sitlikeladypodcast podcast at gmail.com send me your thoughts questions confessions funny stories your grocery list or the tweets you have in your drafts i don't care what it is i want to hear from you okay anyways let's see if i even take my own advice but until then always remember to keep your mind heart and legs open bye